sounds not fun. No, it's. I think it's the third coldest <clears throat> April in history or something like that. Oh, we just had record highs like a week ago. Yeah. Yeah, it was over been, 90 degrees last week. It's been cold. I've been pressure washing out in the shopping center. Ooh, 35 degree that weather. And oh that yeah. is not fun. It's not been it's not been awesome, but getting it done because oh. that's what you got to do. You got to get it done. I'll wake your nuts up. Yeah, but next week I'll be somewhere. I'll be in the Sunshine State. So. Oh, Florida. Yeah, it'll be great. You don't have to worry about the gays or books yeah. of any sort of kind. No, I don't like books. Screw books. They're working on getting rid of all of those. All the books? All the books and all the gays. All the gays and all the books. I don't think the gays are going anywhere. No, they're not going anywhere. Yeah, that's fine. In spite of attempts to get rid of them. Well, gays bring in income. They just don't want it taught in schools. Mm-hmm. It's not really taught in schools. They just don't want... Well, the, the, the newest thing is that it went from first... No, kindergarten through third grade. You shouldn't talk about sexuality, which makes sense to me. I mean, I don't remember growing up thinking about sexuality when I was a kid. Yeah, but the problem is they're equating being gay to sexuality, but being straight is also sexuality. And you get to talk about moms and dads, but you can't talk about dads and dads. Yeah, I don't think they had a problem with that until it was more of a the the books and the uh, activist teachers. Not all of them, but the handful mm-hmm. that were in there could ruin it for a whole bunch of people. So Yeah, I think they're skewing way too far, just like people do. Yeah, well, it's like just it's not winning him any political points. So <clears throat> no, for sure. Well, yeah. and then it's like, like, I mean, honestly, the Bible is very graphic and very violent. Yeah, and that's acceptable. Yeah, but I like honestly, I don't want my kid reading that any more than I would want them reading a Stephen King novel when yeah. they're yeah. eight years old. Yep. So like, I mean, if we're being really truthful, truthful and honest, you don't get to pick and choose when it suits your. Your uh, your position. Yeah, you don't want him to read the the last chapter of it where the girl gives all the boys a blowjob. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everybody to Beer Bourbon in Balderdash. Did you Balderdash. miss us? We weren't Did here you. last week. Yeah, sorry, kids. Yeah, I was on a trip and uh, uh, work so for work, I. and so we had to we had to postpone it. But this week you get us, aren't you Both lucky? And then is there, uh, a, is there a buzz on my microphone? Nope. Do I sound okay? You sound great, man. You look oh, great. Thanks. You look marvelous. Out. Have you? That's great. I, no, I mean I did a push up today. Oh, one. Yeah, That's and then awesome. I did another one and another one, oh, and I got how high did you make than, it? Uh, I try to do a hundred a day. Yeah, but not at once. No, no. Uh, so I usually do twenty five to thirty at a time. Good job. Awesome. So, I know the last five probably don't actually count as push-ups, but, but are I you try. on your knees? Girl push-ups. No. Oh, I mean, I'm, that's a different thing. Oh, <laughs> it requires a girl partner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I, mean. uh, Oh, Johnny, it's good to hear from you again. I've missed you. Yeah, it's, it's been good a to minute chat with you. It has been a minute. I was but, disappointed we didn't get to connect last week. That came, I, I mean, I think I knew you were out of town, but yeah, maybe I was in denial. Did Thursday come and you felt a little lonely? You didn't even reach out. You weren't like, hey, uh, man. What, what did I do instead? I don't know. I probably filled my day with liquor and bad, <laughs> Anyways. And bad decisions just, just, <laughs> to, just to get through the day. <clears throat> I did my uh, other favorite thing to do, uh, which is um, walk around and take photos. 
So I was able to do that and that made me happy. And where were you when you were doing that? Uh, Arizona. Cause in Greeley, there's no way I could do that in Greeley. Why not? Cause people will shoot you. No, because there's no like city center. I would have to drive down to Denver, uh, hmm. to do that. And I didn't want to do that. So I just hung out in Greeley, but what I did do in Greeley, um, I always stay at this, uh, certain hotel in Greeley every time I go down there and right. Like, I don't know, like a, a block away is a brewery, but every time I for either forget that there's a brewery or I, I'm, you know, I'm too tired. I don't want to go hang out a brewery at night. And then in the morning they're not open. Uh, but this time I had enough time to go to the brewery and uh, it was Crabtree brewing and, cool. uh, had a fantastic brown ale. And then they had this, um, strawberry blonde ale and it was almost like a sour mm. and, uh, it's on, it's on the beer bourbon balder dash. it was on our story for a while. Um, and then on Instagram, and then I went to another place, uh, in Greeley called Wiley roots. And their big thing is lots of sours. So, and they have mm. like slushies and stuff like that too. So, um, I had a fantastic, um, Paloma sour. And, uh, and I had, uh, their, uh, bourbon aged stout and who we, that was heavy duty. That was, oh yeah. It was like, ah, <laughs> I'm drinking it. You know, and you drink a beer and you, you expect a beer, but instead you get something that's kind of boozy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's what it felt like. So, but I was happy because I don't think I'll be going back to Colorado for a while. Um, so I was happy I was able to kind of have some time to myself to investigate those things and uh, check out the beer scene. I wish I had more time to check out a couple other places, but no, it was good. That's super fun. Did you bring any back with you? No, because I didn't have, I only had a carry on. Oh. My trips are, I, I I pack light on these trips. Yep, for sure. And then in uh, Scottsdale, you know, there's no breweries around Scottsdale's and stuff. So it's, um, but I did hang out at the uh, Maricopa <clears throat> State Fair. Or county fair, Maricopa County Fair, which is in Phoenix, right by the airport. And I was walking around their art district trying to do some street photography. And I just happened to look on my phone. I was having lunch and uh, I was looking at events in Phoenix, thinking, wow, there's got to be something because there was no life down there. It was kind of like it was boring. And I'm like, there's a county fair going on. So I was like, oh, and it's like five minute drive away from me. I was like, okay. So I go down there and pay $10 for parking. Go up to the lady uh, who's taking the tickets to get into the fair, and it's a it's like it's a decent fair. If you were in Seattle in the '90s, um, it was like a little bigger than the Family Fun Forest. I mean, it had at the Seattle Center, it had the uh, had the Ferris wheel, had the swings. You know, it was like a really scaled down Piala Fair, I guess is what you could or Washington State Fair. And uh, went up to the lady and I said, "What? Well, how much does it cost to get in?" She goes, "It's free till three. I was like, well, this Ooh. is perfect. So I took a bunch My of photos. Turn. Yeah, it was um, it was weird, though. Uh, I, I have to say this. Being in Phoenix or in Arizona, and it was like 80 degrees, was really nice. I thought I would see more. It's going to sound bad. Uh, beautiful people. <laughs> no. No. Well, you were up there, so. Yeah, I think the sideshows were out. And... <laughs> Maybe the pretty people were in the booth. It was, it was weird, man. I was like, where am I? I felt like I was in a, like a, what you would imagine a backwoods County fair would be, but this is like right in the middle of the city of Phoenix, right next to the airport. 
It's, mm. you know, and I'm like, what's going on? Maybe it's because I got the middle of the day. Maybe I didn't get at night and maybe the more beautiful oh. people come out at night. Yeah, that's like going to a strip club for the sandwiches at lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> Don't expect a good view, the but that's good. <laughs> it's 12 ugly girls in one beautiful one. <laughs> There's a reason they work. Yeah, I guess so. It was the day shift. I should have known I know, better. That's, that's mean. I actually don't know a lot of strip clubs. And if we offended our, our stripper listener, then I apologize. I'm sure you have Why a Why apologize? They know. Good God, man. <laughs> They know. They know how it works. <laughs> I wouldn't apologize for that. Also, I, I there was there was um because it was like free, there was a lot of um I gotta I have to do have to say this one gently. A lot of the um uh special ed classes around probably the county were there as mm. well. Uh, they weren't the majority of what I was talking about. They're obviously. You mean like like actually there? Like yes, like it was like from field trip. To, yeah, it was oh, okay. field trip day. But that yeah, was that that's not sense. who I was talking about when I said the sideshows were out. That's not what yes. I meant. I, it was that's just, fair. But they were that's there fair. too. But I was. That look, makes sense though. Like if you were a, a special education teacher and like part of your job is to teach kids how to live in society, yeah. right? And like a place that has got so many distractions and so many different unexpected interactions that you can't control. It's probably a really great place to learn. Yeah. Yeah. And they were having a blast. It was, to me, it was kind of cool watching them because I mean, they were smiling and having a great time. I mean, they weren't, they were having a day and that's fun. I love it. Have you ever gone to a special Olympics event? No, I've always wanted to because our, our neighbor used to, um, she has down syndrome and, and, Mm -hmm. uh, she always, um, she always competed. Um, but we just, Mm -hmm. our kids were little when she was, doing all the competition. So yeah. we didn't have opportunities and, to go in Moscow at the university of Idaho. They would host a special Olympics event every year and you could volunteer to help. And one of the jobs, uh, and I got to do this sometimes was being a hugger <coughs> and your job is literally stand at the end of the race and celebrate the competitors as they come through. And if they want a hug, you give them a hug and then you help them get to where everything that sounds go, like an awesome like, job. It is like come across the line. You're cheering them Official on. Official hugger. Smiles. You give yeah. a big hug, and oh my gosh, you get some of the best hug. I was like, that's a literally a job. Yeah. At at some of these events, it's fantastic. It was like one of the most exciting and valuable, like and fulfilling things I I think I've probably ever done. Yeah. You know, it's just like that pure joy that you know, like when you don't have. I mean, I don't want this to sound the wrong way, but you don't have a bunch of other ridiculous deep thoughts like clouding up your mm-hmm. ability to just enjoy the moment. Yeah. It, like those moments are really beautiful. Like right. we, we get so far inside ourselves <clears throat> yeah. that, uh, that we forget there's a lot of really beautiful moments in this world. Well, that, that that's my neighbor's daughter. Um, she just trying to see the world through her eyes seems like such a cooler place. Oh yeah. She's just, everything is happy. And I mean, it's not that she doesn't have her bad moments, but sure. you know, when she sees you, Hey, you know, and she wants to give you a hug and everything is, it's, it's so lovey. And it's, you know, it, it really makes you think like, you know, who, who's the one that, that needs the, the extra chromosome me. Mm-hmm. Did you, you ever know? watch that show? Life goes on. Yeah. I loved it. Remember that with Corky? Corky. <laughs> yeah. That was a great show. We used to watch that as a family was, all the time. It was blah, do blah, da. Well, John, what do we have tonight for the beer? We're drinking the beers. So. The uh, beers. Um, as we've said before, sometimes it's hard to coordinate, uh, East coast, yes. right coast, left coast. 
and so I went in, I picked a bunch of beers, and this is one that like um, a lot of the stores around here, when they have broken cases, they put them up and you do mix six packs. Mm-hmm. So you can't make whatever mix six pack you want, but they just come up with these random ones. And I picked this one out specifically because I love this brewery. I've never been there. I don't know that much about it, but I've always loved their beers. So this is from Left Hand Brewing Company. I thought we've been there down in Georgetown. No, what? They had didn't they um, have no? What was that? Lowercase. Never mind. Not that was, yeah, that was, lower was lowercase. Case. Sorry. Yeah. So so wah, wah, you might wah. actually, if if you feel like taking a drive, might be able to go here. This is in Longmont, Colorado. Oh Left yeah, they're a Colorado brewer. I didn't know um, that. Yeah, and I mean, I just I don't know why. Like, I always like I this was a logo beer. The first one I ever had it was like Left Hand Brewing. That seems like a great name. Yeah. Clever, whatever. Um, so I decided to pick it. And so I picked this up and I know that we've done like, it's easy to find IPAs all over the place. It's harder to find some of the other beers. Yes. And uh, this is on here. This is their peanut butter milk stout. Mm-hmm. It peanut has butter, peanut butter cups on it. Butthole. Uh, I have never, ever had this before, but Ooh. it seems like a fun one. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm sure it's going to be super... It's- <laughs> Desserty, yeah, which is fine. Uh, I'm oh my okay gosh, with that. they have a, they have a ton of beers. Yeah, they uh, have a lot of a big selection. Peanut butter. Well, doesn't matter. Can't find it anyway. This is gonna be dark <laughs> and sweet, I'm sure. Um, and a milk stout. So um, it's sort of a category on its own. Oh, this says on the side. So it's six point two percent. It's low IBUs, twenty five. Uh, rich milk chocolate notes team up with peanut buttery perfection for a delicious dark duo. So typically, when the reason that a milk stout's called a milk stout, uh, and anyone who's had one who's had one knows it's kind of sweet. Yeah, it's because they add um, lactose to it. Oh uh, yes, yeah, yeah. So that's why it's called a milk stout. <clears throat> uh, and lactose is an unfermentable sugar, so it doesn't. It just adds sweetness. It doesn't add any alcohol. Um, so any sort of desserty beers, typically lactose is the way that they sweeten it. Most other sweeteners are pretty easily consumable by yeast and lactose is not just like, it's not always consumable by humans. So let's give this a go and see what we think. I'm excited. Oh yeah. Oh, you smell it already. I know. It smells like chocolate milk, but with alcohol. That's the best kind. Mm-hmm. Oh, super dark. Even the foam is dark. Oh yeah, it's got like a red, almost a reddish tint to it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, this this smells good. <laughs> this is, this is going to be fun. Yeah. Looking forward to this one. Well. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, that is yummy. That's like drinking chocolate milk. Oh, it sure is. <laughs> that is really oh. good. Like, and the the peanut butter part so is not. <laughs> not as uh upfront as yeah. I kind of would have expected. Overpowering, yeah. It's like it's kind of subtle and it definitely lingers past every other flavor. Um and it's not it it doesn't drink heavy. Like a lot of these are like they feel really thick and dense. This one doesn't. That boozy taste smell and smell mm-hmm. I was talking about with that other one, I thought was gonna come from this. Mm. So that was kind of like my worry that it was gonna hit me with this big alcohol ethanol smell right in the front. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah. This is dangerously drinkable. It is. The second taste, uh, you (coughs) you get, like, the first taste, it tastes just like chocolate milk. The second taste, I think, allowed a lot of the other beer characteristics to come out. You can get a little bit more of the bitterness. Yeah. And, like, a slight, slight hot flavor. But it's pretty mild. 
Yeah, that was delicious. Uh, Woo. They say, glad I got a six pack. Oh, there it is. I found it on here. I know. <laughs> it's so good. They say, yep, it is brewed with. Oh, I like I like this when breweries do this. So sometimes breweries will put what malt, uh, what the grain bill is. Yeah. Well, not the actual grain bill, but what malt is in it. And their base malt, and this is two row. They have crystal chocolate, Munich, rolled oats, flaked barley, and roasted barley. Um, but then they also say the other things they add are lactose, peanut butter, and natural peanut butter flavor. I wonder if peanut butter f- is flavor. hard to get to stay suspended, and that's why they have to use the peanut butter flavor. Yeah, like, um, and that's probably why it's not, uh, like so in your face with the peanut butter. Yeah, because it's, it's probably pre- like a it's pretty mild syrup. Yeah, I ex- I really did expect it to be like really really sweet. I did too, and I'm very happy like, it's not. Yeah, this is nice. <clears throat> Very enjoyable. Ooh, they have uh, Death Before Disco Porter. Mm-hmm. Like, so my dad comes over every Sunday. So since my, my mom has passed away, we've reinstituted Sunday dinners. Mm-hmm. And my dad comes over every Sunday. And I always bring him dark beers. He loves dark beers. If you give him mm. an IPA, he turns his nose up. No, I don't want that. And he was like, no. I want whiskey. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and we drink whiskey too, but I'm always mm-hmm. like, you know, I always make sure I have like, I have a, um, a buoy, um, buoy brewing. It's a local brewer. Uh, mm-hmm. I have their, uh, Dunkel in the fridge right now. Um, I've had uh tropical stout in there. Uh, like when you say, when from? you say dark, like wh- what is he? Brown ale. Like he how, wants brown. He doesn't want IPAs. Nothing. So IPA like brown and darker, all. like yes. all the way up to stouts. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> he loves stouts. He loves porters. Good. He loves. It's good to know. Yeah. We got about forty moose rolls in the garage at home. Yeah. He loves those. He loves brown <laughs> ales. So if you give him an IPA, he'll turn his nose up at it. So this is one that I think he'll like. He'll look at the. If I poured it to, for him, he would be happy. If I gave him the can, he'd be like, I don't, I don't want this. Because he'll just look at it and be like, I don't want peanut butter. Yeah, but this is delicious. I bet <laughs> if I didn't tell him what it was and just poured it for him, he would like this. He would say that I, this tastes different, but he would like it. Yeah, it almost has like a like a salty finish. Yeah, that's yeah. well done. Yeah, they did like, good. It's a, it's a very complete like the app description. They nailed exactly what they're going for. I always love their beers, so I'm glad we got to do one of these. So yeah. nice job, Left Hand Brewing. Yeah, good job. Nailed it again. Uh, you get one thumbs up from our left hand. Mm-hmm. What what happened? Oh, never mind. I won't say it. Okay. <clears throat> I'll keep it to myself. That's are you sure? sure yeah, you because I actually wasn't sure what I was gonna say. My mouth started talking before I had a thought. Oh. Why why are you censoring yeah. yourself? You don't have to censor yourself. This is well, our I'm fucking podcast. I'm not we have if no I complete, we have no advertisers. We have I'm only forty listeners. You, by left hand you can say whatever the fuck you want. It's Sorry, not Dana. that it's not that I I'm censoring myself. It's that I started a thought that I hadn't completed and then I couldn't finish the thought because I didn't know what the end was. So oh, I just okay. gave up. Next time just was, go with it. I want to see. I was where it goes. trying to keep myself from sounding dumb oh we're past that oh yeah (laughs) they already know (laughs) we're dumb (laughs) well i don't okay yeah that's true (laughs) you're welcome you're welcome well tonight for our whiskey we're gonna do do the rebel whiskey rebel 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 kentucky straight bourbon whiskey but this is a weeded bourbon what does that mean 
It means that it's got the wheat in it. Um, actually, it doesn't tell me the mash bill other than the ingredients are corn, of course, wheat, and malt, malted barley. So usually so, this means that it's a higher wheat in the mash bill, which would mm-hmm. op- usually offer a, a sweeter flavor profile. It's mm-hmm. not like your normal bourbon. It's got, uh, it's uh, it, like Maker's Mark would be something that would be similar to this. Um, well, at least that's what I think it would be because Maker's Mark is, and Weller's, those are all weeded whiskeys as well. Um, mm. Yeah, or weeded bourbons. Uh, but it's still, you, you know, 51% more or more corn. Do you know if the type of wheat matters? Uh, I do believe it does matter, but this doesn't tell me what the wheat is that they've used in this. So you happen to know what, like, the different kinds of wheat they typically use? Because I don't think people, I mean, people probably know this, like, with, they've never really thought about it, but there's a lot of different kinds of grains, and not all grains that fall under a single category are good for everything like you don't really use all wheats to make alcohol they're like different yeah species not species different varietals (laughs) varieties yeah they do different things because they convert different well so like maker's mark uses a red winter wheat Mm. um and that's oh yeah that's typically it's it's type of wheat that they use um but i'm not sure if there's like a bad wheat i'm sure they experiment um that's what I get from that. Weller, well, let's see. What does Weller use? Um, and Weller's probably one of the better known ones. They're owned by Buffalo Trace. But I'm not sure. Weeded bourbon has softer, even sweeter taste. Um, so there's no rye in it. It's got a mellow finish. Da-da-da. Exotic grains. Well, it doesn't say here. Maker's Mark is red winter wheat. Weller's Special Reserve doesn't say what kind of wheat they use in theirs, but Weller's is also kind of like the same as Pappy Van Winkle. Uh, Treaty Oak, Ghost Hills, Texas. I like Treaty Oak. Um, They use Texas wheat is what it's called, Texas wheat. Hmm. Pappy Van Winkle doesn't say what kind it uses that. And Breaker Weeded Bourbon doesn't say what kind of wheat so sometimes you get it and sometimes you don't. Uh, with Rebel Bourbon here, they don't tell us what kind of wheat they use. They just say wheat. Mm. So I don't know how much of a difference it actually Ooh, makes. I mean, I just know there's a bunch of different too. kinds. Um, and you can also, like, sometimes wheat will show up as flaked wheat, so it looks almost like um, rolled oats. Yeah. And then other times you'll get it and it'll be crushed like, you, like you'd see when you make the grist. And it's just like, like, coarse ground flour almost but you leave the husks in there yeah that part's very important so it's not just flour you'd have a hard time making beer out of a bag of flour <laughs> but it could be done but it probably wouldn't work very well yeah yeah i, I, I don't know i'm not That's a good i might try that try the a bag of flour yeah <laughs> well i mean flour itself i don't think is it has the the enzymes in it to convert mm-hmm. its sugars so you'd have to add something else to it. You'd have to blend it with a, a pale malt, but and it would also clog up your your mash tun. Yeah. Like there's a there's a you create a filter bed at the bottom. That's why you leave the husks in there. So you create this filter bed in the bottom and you cycle the the wort through the the grain yeah. to kind of wash it and and um, suck out the sugars. 
and there's a false bottom. Typically, there's a false bottom in the bottom of the mash tun. And the wheat, I think, would just clog that filter bed and make it so it wouldn't you wouldn't be able to continually circulate the 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 wort. Probably wouldn't work very well. Yeah. I'll just make bread. Yeah, bread's oh, good also, too. Dana makes bread all the time. Speaking of bread, don't use bread yeast to make beer. It'll taste like bread. <laughs> it's bad. It's no good. Not the same thing. You don't want to drink your bread. Nope. All right. Well, on the nose, it's really sweet. Mm-hmm. Honey. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I know about yours. Mine's effervescing a lot. There's a lot of alcohol coming off the top. No, mine's not. But my no. I got allergies, so my nose is a little bit. I can still smell it, but I, it's a, I'm a little stuffy. No, you should take a Benadryl and then have a cocktail. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was thinking about taking a Claritin before we got on. I forgot because I want to do that. Oh. Anyways. Mm, it smells really nice. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Herbally almost. Yeah, without the rye, it does change the 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 smell. So I imagine mm-hmm. it will change the taste as well. So anyways, right. well, cheers. Bottoms up. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's so good. Butter. That is tasty. Butter and honey. Sweet. Doesn't have a whole lot of burn. Mm-mm. Not until the very end. It's and it's like I get a little bit of a burn in my in my throat. Yeah. Uh, but I get a instead of a burn, it's like a tingling on my tongue. <clears throat> so it's not harsh. Doesn't hurt. It's not obnoxious, but there is like the alcohol is definitely like hanging out. Yeah. Dan- dancing around, <clears throat> as it were. Second taste is probably going to be better because get that stout out of my mouth. Yeah, but it's got a really good aftertaste too. I don't mind it sitting around mm. lingering. Mm-hmm. It's really smooth. Really, really smooth. Wow, this is great. Yeah, so the distillery here is um, Luxro. Luxro Distilleries, mm. and uh, they're in Kentucky. Uh, I mm. believe this is also a Heaven Hill Distillery. Mm. 40%, 80 proof. Um, oh, actually, here, I found the I found a mash bill. 68% corn, 20% wheat, and 12% malted barley. But it doesn't tell me what the uh, wheat, uh, what type of wheat it is. But um, that's the mash bill. Glad I found that. Mm. Yeah, caramel. <laughs> There's some caramel in that too. Wow, this is really good. I typically mm-hmm. don't like a lot of weeded whiskeys. I know. Um, like, or I guess I don't like Maker's Mark. Maker's Mark is one that I don't typically like. Uh, I've had other weeded whiskeys. I'm trying to see if Do I have you it happen here. to remember what you don't like about it, or you just remember you don't like it? There's a taste about it that I don't like. Um, mm. I can't remember exactly what it is. It's I. It might be. I think this is what it is. In my mind, I expect it to be a lot better than it is. I think that's part of my problem. Mm. I, I've never liked Makers either. I've never really thought about it. I just know that I've had it and I don't like it. And I don't know why. I can't. That's why I ask you if you know why. I definitely don't know why. I just know I don't like it. I do like this. And I don't think it was that expensive. <laughs> uh, Rebel Bourbon at Total Wine & More. Total wine brought to you by Total Wine and More. Uh, which Rebel Bourbon is this? This is the Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, defiantly smooth 
weeded uh, bourbon. Is it Rebel Yell? Rebel Bourbon Yell Kentucky Whiskey? Nope, that sounds wrong. Rebel Kentucky Straight Bourbon. It's Rebel, $31 at Rebel Kentucky Straight Bourbon. $31. Yep. Oh my gosh. I'm going to go buy a case of this right now. I know. It's really good <laughs> for the it, price. Uh, where is this place? <laughs> I I just did a quick search and it says it's sixteen ninety nine from a place called Caskers. Oh, ship to Rhode Island. Hey, seventeen seventeen dollars for a seven hundred and fifty milliliter bottle. Uh, let me double check. Yes, that sounds right. The, the bottle says defiantly smooth weeded bourbon. Yeah, well, stupid Luxro Distillers seventeen dollars. Yep, there you go. If you didn't know better, this would be bottom shelf. Yeah, and it doesn't taste like bottom shelf at all, does it? No, not at all. I drink. See, this is this is one. I like these finds. So, um, mm. on occasion, if I find a a bourbon like this that is really good and really cheap, I'll buy it and I'll put it in. I'm giving away a secret, uh, but <laughs> yes, no, we know. Listen. I know. I know what you're going to say. But you know. But sometimes know. I'll I'll put it in bottles that are Higher much end. more expensive to see what <laughs> see if people notice. And nobody. If you were at does. a bar. You would go to jail for that. Oh, I know, but I'm not at a bar. I'm not selling it. Wileen, <laughs> what's the difference? Like, okay, well, I'll stop putting it in those bottles. I'll just put it in a decanter. And then people are like, ooh, it's fancy. I'll oh, yes. I don't decanter remember would it be is. better. Yes, that would be good. I do that here. I have a fancy crystal one. Helen, let me buy it. <laughs> That's so funny. Let me buy it. I chose to buy it because uh, I'm Helen, let you. I get to do that. I get to do that. <laughs> I get to do it. Well, this is one that uh, I could see me drinking quite a bit of. Actually, both of these, and quite possibly not knowing my limit. Uh, that whiskey went down real smooth. I have a feeling that it's not actually that inexpensive here. That seems like bullshit. That is that inexpensive? Yeah. Like, oh, I have a feeling check that it out. it's... I have a feeling that it's $17, <laughs> but it's like $200 per <laughs> bottle shipping. A bait and switch. The old bait and switch. You know what? I'm going to play I'm gonna something. Do, I'm going to do this. I'm going to... Let's see. How many bottles? Let's do a case. How much is a case? Because if you're going to order it, I mean, fucking order it. Yeah. View cart, $203.88 before shipping. While you're going to do that, I'm going to play a little video that's going to introduce our... $50 shipping. Okay. Still $20 a bottle. Yeah, it's not bad. All right, let's do it. We're going to play a little, little something to get us going on our topic tonight. I'm Ron Swanson, and I am still taking your calls, hopefully about tonight's gala. You're on the air. Hi, uh, what's wrong with Joan? She has a bad hangover, which she is pretending is allergies. Is she going to be okay? (laughs) Wouldn't know. Never been hungover. After I've had too much whiskey, I cook myself a large flank steak, pan-fried in salted butter. I eat that, put on a pair of wet socks, and go to sleep. That works? It does. Please call now if you have questions about tonight's gala or one of my other interests. Woodworking, uh, novels about tall ships, meat, that sort of thing. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to talk about hangovers. That is the Ron Swanson hangover cure. Eat a very salty piece of meat, put wet socks on your feet, and go to bed. Mm -hmm. What's your hangover cure? Uh... I don't, I don't know that I have a go-to. Like, actually, the, the thing that is like that, that I crave when I'm feeling really shitty is tortillas. Oh, really? Carbs. Yeah, carbs. 
Yeah, because they go down quick and easy. They're kind of dense. I can eat them fast. But like, if I feel myself getting the bubble guts, like, yeah. oh, this is going sideways. I need to eat some food. Tortillas, flour tortillas, just shitty flour tortillas. When I think about food, when I'm hungover, I'm thinking about something that will not suck coming back up. Yes, for sure. Well, tortillas <laughs> are that way. Um, for our listening audience from Caskers, you can order a case of this bourbon delivered to Rhode Island for two hundred sixty-six dollars. Wow, that's tw- twenty-two dollars a bottle. Wow, that's pretty good compared to what did you say? Thirty thirty-one dollars. Thirty-one. Yeah, but I live in the shithole state of Washington State, so well, I'm able to just buy it and put it in my carry-on. Getting rid of our assault weapons, getting rid of all of our things, raising our property tax. Stupid assholes. <laughs> all right, well, you, you could move. What's your no? No, my wife's married to her job. What is um? What is your You're worst hangover? Your and I'm married to my wife. Worst hangover. Can you do you have a memory of your worst hangover? Uh, no, because I was hungover. <laughs> don't like, remember anything. I don't want to remember any of this. Uh, I've had a few moments that have been pretty bad. Um, not anytime recently. I did once have way too much drink on a work trip when I was taking customers down to our plant in Reno. I stayed out too late, drank all night, and then the next morning at nine o'clock, I was I was supposed to give a uh, technical presentation to all of the installers that were down there, like teaching them how to install hardy siding appropriately. So there's PowerPoint, a group of people. Oh, dude. (laughs) And uh, like, this is how I was so hungover that day. Uh, And and it wasn't my customers. It was uh, my coworkers' customers, but I was a technical specialist. So I went on the trip and I got up in front of people. Like I I came down (laughs) with just enough time to like shove some eggs in my mouth and a couple tortillas and and I get up front and I and I start and like I get 30 seconds in and um I had to stop and I did the like put put a finger up like give me a second yeah. like ho- hold on just just let me take a deep breath and um my coworker said like that moment was epic to to the installers they were like they were like we thought he was going to puke for sure we thought he was going to run out of the room and puke for sure <laughs> took a deep breath and i grabbed a chair and like i i stood but i had like a knee on the chair yeah. and i stood there and i gave an hour and a half presentation Hey-o. and nailed it and answered every question perfectly all that they were like we cannot believe it he looked hungover he would look like he was about to throw up and then all of a sudden he just like turned it on Yep. And gave this presentation and then Choked I went up down. to my room and I threw up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was in such bad shape. Yeah. And on another similar trip, oh no, that that morning, preface that moment, when I got up, I was I woke up early because I was I was still drunk and starting to get hungover. And I went to take a shower and I was like, oh no, God, I can't stand up. I'll take a bath. So I drew a bath and when I got in it, I had to instantly drain the tub because the motion of the water was making me seasick. Oh. I thought I was going to throw up. I was in such bad shape. I learned a lot that trip <laughs> <laughs> about myself. <laughs> it was pretty bad. <laughs> oh, I've only had a handful of bad moments. Um, one of them was with you out in Chelan. <laughs> and uh, while you're chopping down trees, I was like, I'm going to go hang out with Johnny. So I'm thinking, you know, telling everyone I'm just going to make sure that you're safe. I, mean, I was just out there just waiting just to yak. <laughs> just trying to stay away from everything. Yeah. Just, I didn't want anyone to see me yak. And I figured if I'm out there and you're chopping down a tree, if I just threw up, no one would hear it either. So I was like, I'm going to stand over here. 
I boot. I I rallied. I didn't boot, but I rallied, nope. and uh, we had a great day, like, and we did some paddle boarding, like, and everything went fine. Like a champ, yeah. like a champ. And the last time I got really, um, uh, like trashed, um, uh, I think it was at your Fourth of July party at your house in West Seattle. I feel oh, like yeah. someone slipped me something because I yeah, didn't drink I that much. That. And all of a sudden, man, it just hit me like a freight train. I feel like I got something slipped on me because I was so sick. And and I can count how many drinks I had that day. I think I had like three those fucking Trulies or White Claws or whatever. And yeah, I had whatever a, they were. And I had a couple, uh, a couple bourbons before everyone got there. Mm. And all of a sudden, man, I just got sicker than a dog. Whew. And I remember... Uh, being up in Tate's disgusting bathroom, throwing up. Oh yeah, poor you. And uh, and Tana came up there, and, and she's like, "Are you gonna be okay?" And I'm like, "This is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna <laughs> get up later. I'm gonna get up, and we're gonna run out the house, <laughs> and we're not we're gonna do try to do the Irish goodbye as best we can, not say goodbye to anybody, and just go. And we did. There's a couple of people like, "See you guys later." I was like, "Yeah, bye." I was like, whoa. And I mm. just fell in the back seat, and Dana drove me home, and oof, that was bad. No fun. No, but no fun at all. For a hangover, and uh usually, like you said, one of the best things you can do is eat carbs or fatty foods. Uh carbs usually because of the low blood sugar and fatty foods because of the slow digestion, right? So it helps mm-hmm. with things kind of digesting and getting some of that alcohol, especially the greasy stuff. That helps a lot. I remember one time being really drunk with Adam and Trina. I think it was it might have been a New Year's or something like that over here at our house. And Adam was making uh, uh, chocolate cakes. It was like amaretto, and I can't remember all that was in it. But it tasted like a, like lemon amaretto. I can't remember. Anyways, and it tasted like a chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. Every shot was like, yeah, you had to take a shot of some liqueurs and then suck on a lemon. It tastes like chocolate cake. And I was trashed. The <laughs> next morning, uh, someone was decent enough to go get a bunch of like uh, McDonald's. And, and that, mm. that helped a lot. But now that I'm a little bit more like conscious about how fat I am, um, I don't want to eat McDonald's. With them. So like, I'll eat some yeah. eggs or something like that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you can have similar things, just not from McDonald's. Yep. So I, I have a lot of stories from taking consumer or customers to Reno. Yeah. Um, and I'll refrain from some of them. But one of the trips to remind me, I was, I was, we were taking some Russian installers out and, uh, the, uh, my coworker that was with me on that trip. Wait, did you say just, Russian installers? Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, yeah, I just the, want to make sure that you, yeah, I heard that. Right. I think I'm pretty sure they were Russian. Okay. It might've been Ukrainian. Okay. Woodka. I don't remember. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Um, doesn't a lot matter. of things came out of that. Like a guy, <laughs> a guy got kicked, tried to go in a strip club. A Russian guy tried to go in the strip club and he got kicked out because the bouncer thought he was drunk, but really he just didn't speak very good English. Oh, the guy, the guy, the kid that, that, that went in <laughs> when we, when we met him in the, in the hotel bar or in the casino bar for the first drink, like this is a kid that has been like working his ass off his entire life. And yeah. so he never really drank. And so he's like, what should I have? <laughs> and I said, you should have a Shirley temple. <laughs> his, his buddies knew what I meant and they kind of chuckled. He's like, sure, I'll have a Shirley temple. And so I got him a Shirley temple and he drank. He's like, oh, this is really good. So then for like the next two hours, he was drinking Shirley Timbles. We were just laughing at it. My God. So so then he goes, How come I'm not feeling club. this? Yeah, we're like, we let him know. We're like, you're not, you haven't been drinking any alcohol at all. Those are like kids' drinks. <laughs> it's like seven up and yeah. you know, cherries yeah, or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. 
um, or whatever the red <clears throat> grenadine. Yeah, grenadine. It's like seven up a grenadine yeah. or sprayed grenadine. So he tries to go into a strip club and they kicked him out. We tried to convince him that it was like, no, he's been drinking Shirley Temples all night long. There's no way he's drunk. But anyway, fortunately, none of them ended up going in. We weren't going in. So that was good. Anyway, that night I was going drink for drink with my, <laughs> my coworker and we dropped the Russians off at the elevator to go up to the room and we're like, let's go get some freaking food. So we go to the, the restaurant that's still open in the middle of the night and my coworker, Dave, orders a salad. He's like, oh, I have a Caesar salad. Like you're hammered drunk. What do you have? I was like steak and eggs. I'll have steak and yes. eggs. That's what I need right yeah. now. And guess who was not hung over in the morning? Yeah, you. I was not. Yeah, he was. He was hurting. I was like, I feel great. Yeah, steak and eggs last you're night. You're out there throwing up. Toast. Yeah, anchovies. Yeah. yeah, is that a whole crouton? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You chew <laughs> your food. Doing. <laughs> well, there are some uh, conflicting. Uh, it's pretty funny when I was looking up hangover cures. There's a lot of, uh, from the science, those are air quotes, science, there's a lot of uh, conflicting data. Mm. On Harvard's website, uh, they say the hair of the dog helps. That's the number one thing you can do is drink alcohol. So if you're hungover, you're having alcohol withdrawal, so a drink or two will ease a withdrawal. Do you happen to know why it's called hair of the dog? Because the dog bit you. And you're having the hair of it. But why? What did they use? It's actually something they used to I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Yeah, that's about right. So like <clears throat> if a rabid dog bit you, yeah. the, the quote unquote cure was to take hair from that dog and put it on the wound. Oh, so interesting. You were literally getting cured by the thing that okay. bit you. Okay. So that's why they call it hair of the dog is because it's like the thing that has made you sick is the thing that's going to make you feel better. Well, the, the doctor at Harvard said it's because the alcohol and other sedatives such as benzos um, or Valium, uh, interact with the GABA receptors in our brains. And so um, it'll help sh- with short-acting, having like a short-acting effect of withdrawal symptoms in your brain. Mm. Um, but it doesn't last really long. And, of course, it doesn't actually help you recover. It just makes you feel a little better for the moment. Because all you're doing is just drinking more. <laughs> yeah, you just have to keep going. Yeah. yeah. Well, you start- Don't be a quitter. <laughs> oh my gosh number two is drinking fluids uh obviously this makes sense and one of one of my hangover cures is i take um to a to a leave and mm-hmm. i drink a big glass of water before i go to bed if i'm feeling like tomorrow's gonna be shit unless i do this um, do you uh do you have liquid iv yes we have li- but i don't like liquid iv it doesn't I don't like make it me feel good no, it feels, it's not tasty and yeah. it kind of makes me feel a little odd. I actually have this other one that I got on Amazon. It's a similar thing. Uh, it's by a company called Key Ingredients. Okay. It comes in a little tub with a scoop. It tastes way better. It's not as like salty. Yeah. Uh, but it works really well. Like in the mornings when I'm feeling a little rickety, I'll go chug a glass of that. Yeah. It's like the first thing I'll do. We do, L- we do Elementy or Element. Um, and that's like super salty electrolytes, but it helps. It works. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it's because it's dehydration. So a lot, of, if you get a headache or whatever, it's because you're dehydrated. Alcohol dehydrates you. Mm-hmm. Plus you're peeing a lot. Pee. Or if you have diarrhea and vomiting, you're dehydrated. Yeah. Yep. Uh, number three is again, Thanks. this is from Harvard. It's carbohydrates. Carbohydrates, drinking lowers your blood sugar. This helps with that. Uh, toast and juice is a great way to gently nudge your levels back to normal. Um, avoid darker colored alcoholic beverages. 
it shows that clear liquids like vodka and gin tend to cause hangovers less it's frequently. Not really, not really a hangover cure, though, is it? No, it's a preventative thing. It's like an avoid. You know how you can prevent a hangover? Don't, Don't drink. drink. Yeah. Yep. But that's not fun. No. Uh, take a pain reliever, but not Tylenol. Um, so aspirin, ibuprofen, Motrin, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs or NSAIDs. Um, all those will help. Uh, Tylenol affects your liver. The rest of them on it, full disclosure, I, I believe the rest of them actually affect your stomach lining. So take that, but, but Tylenol actually has a direct effect on your liver. Cause that's where it's mainly processed. So by putting Tylenol in your system with alcohol, you're doing more damage to the toxic effects on your liver. And that's, that's why they say whammy. don't take Tylenol. Yeah. Take, that's, that's two whammies. That's yeah. Well, double is two. That's good, John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, drink coffee or tea because caffeine, although it doesn't have any anti hangover powers, um, is a stimulant. So it helps with the grogginess. It can kind of motivate you to stay moving. And hmm. that's another thing with me is that if I move a lot, I feel better. Yeah. So I just go sweat it out. I don't it feels work like you're out. kind of like working it through. Yes. Get, yeah. get the blood flowing. Yep. Um, and then uh, number seven here with from Harvard says uh, B vitamins and zinc. So that helps with um, um, helping with uh, the food consumption and the absorption of the food and the stuff that you're eating. And it helps you process the alcohol a lot better. Hmm. According to Harvard. Harvard. Yep. Um, other, other notes. Um, this again, it's conflicting. So before you go out, before you go out, drink and eat carbs and fatty foods. Um, drink water before and after. Drink lighter colored drinks. These are all the same. But they also say, this is from ASAP Science. I don't know if you've ever watched ASAP Science on YouTube. It's a good channel. I think so. Um, they say don't drink the hair of the dog, obviously, because we've talked about that. Hmm. Um, they also say that uh, carbonation, the reason why the beer before liquor never sicker motto um, is because carbonation causes more absorption of the alcohol. Mm-hmm. So if you drink beer in the front and then the liquor later, then you're going to get sicker because you have all the carbonation in your stomach. Um, and then, uh, you know, breakfast, eggs. Eggs are the best because they have cysteine, which is uh, helps break down the alcohol. Bananas also have potassium, which is great for the body. And uh, juice, of course, has all the fructose, vitamin C, and stuff like that that helps push out the alcohol. Also, caffeine um, will help you. So if you drink coffee or tea in the morning, will help you pee. Um, hmm. So, And then, of course, they say number seven, know your limit, which is actually a very important thing to know. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things that uh, I did early on after being tired of getting sick after a night of drinking was trying to figure out how many drinks did it take to get to the center of West's stomach? How many drinks uh, is it? uh, Well, it depends on the proof of the whiskey, which is why I usually drink it state uh, straight. I don't usually mix my alcohols because you never know at a bar what you're going to get. If you have it mixed, how heavy Mm -hmm. the pour is and stuff like that. So, but it's also a feeling. Right. So if I know that I'm feeling a certain way, I'll just stop and I'll maybe grab something a little lighter. So if we're drinking beer, if we're at a brewery and I'm drinking beer and all of a sudden I'm like, whoo, I'm feeling pretty good. And someone's like, you want another one? I'll look up at the board. And if there's a 5% or a 4%, <laughs> I'll get that one. 
Mm-hmm. And then I'll just nurse that one. Yeah. Along with some oh, yeah. water. So if you know kind of where your tipping point is, you know, by feel like, oh, I know what this feels like. And I know if I have one more drink, I'm going to kick over and that's not going to be a fun time. Yeah, that does it. And then also yep. if we walk to a brewery or a bar and I walk back, when I get back, I am drunk as hell because I got all the blood pumping from the walk. <laughs> Walking is bad. So that has so to don't don't drink and walk. Don't drink and walk. Yeah. Mm, so suspicious. Uh, yeah, it's suspicious. So I asked some people on No Agenda Social as well what their uh, their hangover cures are. Tell us. Bring it home. I will. Uh, let's see. This one came from Doctor of the Chalice. He said when he was in the United States Navy as a corpsman uh, with the. Marine Corps, sorry, when he was in the Marine Corps. He learned that two bags of IV fluid could not beat a hangover prevention. Could not be beat in a hangover prevention. He'd put it in a small Heplock, and before going out drinking, uh, he'd have uh, the IV bags mixed with multivitamins and fenugrin for nausea and headaches. I hope I said that right. Fenergan. P-H-E-N-E-R-G-A-N. And he would stumble back and just hook up one bag of it and one bag of the multivitamin, multivitamin uh, fenugreek, and he was good to go for the morning muster. If there was still an edge on, he'd go to the rig and breathe pure O2 at a high flow rate till he was better. <laughs> so that guy had it down. No kidding. Well, do you know there's there's uh, IV buses in Vegas? Have you heard of this? Yes, yes. Yeah, I've actually they- gone to Queen Anne and done and done a multivitamin IV. Yeah, just well, for these shit, are like the, shits and giggles. Yeah, around Vegas, you can go and have an IV put in <laughs> yeah. to like cure your hangover or prevent it. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. I mean, if yeah. it's cheap, I mean, you're getting a bunch of multivitamins and fluids, and it's just right in there. When yeah. I went to it the one, it doesn't even have to be the multivitamin. Sometimes it's just saline. Yeah, not well, saline. Whatever the whatever the drip. It's probably is like an electrolyte do. or something like yeah. that. Yeah, just to get you hydrated. When I went up to Queen Anne to do the uh, uh, the drip. And I just did it just because I kept hearing about it. And I thought, oh, I'd try that, see if I feel any better because I was feeling kind of mm-hmm. low energy. Um, I didn't feel more energy. Uh, but the nurse that was administrating it, she goes, you want to see something fun? And I said, sure. And she uh, opened the flow higher on the IV bag into my arm. And she goes, what do you taste? And I was like, hmm. metallic and she's like, yes, that is the vitamin B that we're pumping into you right now. <laughs> and then she turned it down. She goes, isn't that funny that as soon as she turned it up, it was almost instantaneously the way it was flowing mm-hmm. in my body. I could taste it in my mouth. It was weird. That's funny. <laughs> the feral housewife redux on no agenda social. She said, uh, NAC before drinking, maybe 1200 milligrams, then Pedialyte before bed. One study I read suggests that NAC, which is a supplement, may work for women and not men, though. John McAfee, you know, the famous John McAfee, excuse me, McAfee, used (laughs) NAC, and he looked pretty good for his age and how much he drank. He's that crazy (laughs) uh, tech guy that went down to Costa Rica or whatever and had the army. That was fun. I got a couple other ones if you want to hear them. Yeah, bring it home. So these are from the- I already said I used that one. Uh, Let's hear it. Okay. Uh, this is also from the Magnificent Bastards at the Whiskey Tribe. Um, most of it was get hydrated, hydrate or die, Gatorade and liquid IV. This guy said hydration is the obvious choice. Salt helps retain water, but too much is hard on your heart and liver. Uh, 
The best cure is prevention. So drink Gatorade before you drink. Drink water first thing when you wake up the next day. Have a V8 or a Virgin Bloody Mary. Uh, starchy breakfast because potatoes can help absorb anything left over and get it, everything moving. Mm-hmm. And uh, as much as he loves red meat for a hangover, it's not a good option because it puts more strain on your liver. Yeah. Uh, so he suggested eggs, coffee, uh, and then he takes a hot shower after he eats, eats breakfast. And then after taking a shower, he goes and sits outside and gets some sun. <laughs> and then uh, he has a re- burger fries for lunch with a Red Bull. And then he says he has more coffee. <laughs> then he goes to the gym and he sweats the whole thing out. And then other driving to and from the gym, he doesn't go outside at all. Oh and if you work out at home, even better. But if you're still feeling hungover by dinner time, <laughs> then you can eat a 14-ounce ribeye and a family-sized bag of potato chips. And if all yeah. else fails, he says, and it will fail, just start drinking again because <laughs> it's after <laughs> dinner and you've got nothing else going on for the rest of the night, so you might as well drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, one guy said in college, his chem engineer professor for biomedical engineering told him that emergency, you know, the supplement that you can put in water, mm-hmm. before you go out drinking should reduce hangover since some of the components bind to the liver sites that some of the byproducts of processing alcohol <clears throat> bind to as well, causing less hangovers. Mm-hmm. And then the rest I of them are th- like ibuprofen oh. and liquid IV and and the stuff that we've already talked about. But it seems like that's kind of the consensus is hydration yeah. and and uh, carbohydrates and mm-hmm. uh, ibuprofen. Yeah, completely related to that. One of the things that Helen and I try to do is even when we're at home drinking, we She's much better than I am, but we try to um, do a one-for-one drink for a full glass of water yeah, yeah. Uh, to help us stay hydrated. But it also like... Oh my gosh, nice sorry about that. Rookie. I know. Go ahead. Um, we, uh, yeah, we try to, we try to drink one-for-one glasses of water and it does two things. It keeps us hydrated, but it also slows down our drinking. So like I have a problem when I'm in uncomfortable situations where I tend to drink too fast. Oh, uh, I'm yeah. aware of it. And, uh, you know, like a lot of people do, it's like, you know, personality lubrication or it's like, it takes the edge off. And, and so forcing myself to, to drink water makes me think more critically about what I'm drinking and how much I'm drinking. So I think that's part of where like the, uh, the, uh, club soda, the spiked seltzers are dangerous because some of them are pretty smooth and it just feels like you're drinking a can of seltzer. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're, they're like, like four percent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you drink enough of them. I'll get you. And I guess if if it you know if it was like a hot day like it was that Fourth of July, I mean those things can have an effect on you as well. But mm-hmm. I really feel like, and there are some there are some people at that party where I, I didn't know really well. I don't know yeah. if I'm getting some stuff kind of slipped in here. Yeah, it happened. That's not going to happen again. That yeah. nonsense. That was, that was a weird uh, one. We've uh, rethought our party situation <laughs> since since that outcome. Uh, things will be done differently. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was in college, I used to I worked construction. Uh, yeah. I think I brought this up before, and so like in the summertime, we would work ten or twelve hour days. It was in Idaho, and so the wintertime we couldn't typically work regular hours because it was snowy or cold. Uh, we would anyway, but it wasn't 
we didn't get as many hours. We we're also most of us were college students, so we we're not <laughs> able to work during the week. So we worked a lot of hours. We'd work anywhere from eighty to one hundred hours a week, and um, of course, you know, we're college students, so summertime when we're making more money than we went to do it, so we go out drinking every night. But we go out and drink cheap beer, and we go to this place called the Corner Club, and on Tuesdays they had two dollar thirty two ounce tubs of Bush Light. So we drank a lot of Bush Light. Oh yeah, I actually like and Bush so Light. We, so we would, uh, yeah, we had it on the podcast. Yeah. It's surprisingly all right. I know. Um, we would, uh, it was very common for us to drink too much, then go home and, you know, bars close at two. We start work at five. Uh, and it wasn't uncommon for us to go home. You get like two hours of sleep, get up and, uh, and then have to race to work. And so like I started this, this ritual where I would get up and I would, I would go to the gas station and I would get a monster energy drink. Actually, I bought a flat. I would buy flats of monster energy drink because I didn't want to spend my money on energy drinks. So I'd get the cheaper ones. But then I go to this gas station on the way out and there's this giant ass pre-made burrito called the bomb burrito. And it's just a microwave burrito, but it was huge and it was full of cheese and like a giant tortilla. Yeah. Um, so it was like heavy and filling. Uh-huh. And so I would eat that. And it was like, that was like my, my main, <laughs> how do I survive the next couple hours yeah. while my body rids itself of all of the toxins? That was my go-to was the bomb burrito. And half the time the eggs were like crusty, you know, like they didn't, yeah, like they dried out. Yeah, they got freezer burns yeah, yeah. and no matter how hot you get them, they don't rehydrate and, or sometimes there's a cold spot in the middle, like a hot pocket. They eat it anyway. How bad did you have to shit after eating that? Oh, uh, I never made, I think my body got used to it. <laughs> <laughs> I like, <laughs> I think I was just so used to it that I didn't have a problem. Oh. Some of the guys I worked with me and they were like, in, in North Idaho, it's hot in the summertime. It's like 95 degrees and yeah. most it's like port shitters <laughs> Yeah. Some of those guys every day, right around the same time, would have to go in there and it would be blazing hot and they're pooping oh. inside that thing. I'm like, oh, that's the worst. Like <laughs> yeah. I consciously would get up. I would get up on purpose uh, so I had enough time to poop at home. Oh, yeah. And I would sit on the toilet until like I cleared enough. You that felt I fully have. evacuated. Well, it just, like, I don't need to be fully evacuated, but like enough that I can make it to the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> or at least to lunchtime so I can like find a Starbucks, like a uh, safety pool place. I'm amazed how many people poop at work. Oh, yeah. Or I know. poop in the too. office. I'm amazed. I know. Me too. There's not that many people at work around my here at work. Yeah. It feels like it's nonstop. Like, I, what are you doing? I have, uh, I, I got a great poop story. When I worked at Starbucks Corporate, uh, I had a buddy that I worked with <laughs> named Rob and, uh, I wish Rob was listening to this and he came up to me one day. I worked at, uh, it was like an it light group and he came up to me one day and he's like, dude, you gotta come to the bathroom with me. I'm like, why? And he's like, come here. Oh no. And I was like, oh, okay. So I got up I had nothing better to do. And I went into the bathroom and he goes, he goes into his stall and he goes, lift the seat. No. And so I lifted the seat and someone had taken a perfect turd right across, right across the hinge of the toilet seat. <laughs> How? 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 Why would, why would you do that? Why would anyone do that? Ladies and what gentlemen, this people? is a value for value podcast. <laughs> if you found value in any of our shenanigans in Balderdash, you can leave us a Satoshi at fountain.fm. Uh, we actually suggest that you use a new podcast app. You can go to newpodcastapps.com and you can go to Podverse or you can go to fountain.fm and then you can leave us Satoshis, which is like little dollars of Bitcoin. 
And uh, we would really appreciate that. Also, tell your friends. John and I want you to tell other people about our uh, nonsense and that they would listen as well and be able to enjoy it with you. Do you ever think people are like, I'm not giving him Satoshis. They're just going to spend it on booze. No, this, uh, we could say that this is our uh, retirement because it's all going to central digital currency anyway, so it doesn't matter. All right. And instead or of giving your money to risk. Bud Light, give it to us. That's yes. how great that is. Don't get mad at Bud Light. <laughs> make a YouTube video or a TikTok about it. Just give your money to us. And You're we'll dumb. just keep drinking some great left-hand uh, milk stouts and great weeded whiskeys and just have a good old time. So Good times. Yeah. John, it was great to see your face. Yes. It uh, is a nice face. I hate that I'm not going to be able to see it live uh, soon, but uh, we can change it. Next week, folks, we will not have a podcast because I'll be out of town. Yeah. Sorry um, about that, kids. Yep. But uh, the following week, hopefully John and I can... Uh, get together and face to face and be here live in the basement studio and and pull another one out of our ass yeah, maybe you play your card right we can double it up oh that'd be fun too we could double up uh double up uh uh, uh. that'd be good <laughs> all right johnny well from uh, the great pacific northwest and fema region number 10 i'm wes olson <laughs> and i'm johnny harrison and where are you at Oh, I'm in Rhode Island. Oh, what's the FEMA region in Rhode Island? I don't, I don't know. I don't you better know. find out. They don't care. Monsters yeah. and lobsters. That's what we got. <laughs> From the land of monsters and lobsters. No, it's monsters, John. And, monsters, monsters and lobsters. Monsters and lobsters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I messed that up. Because <laughs> that was even better. All right. Well, well I, I didn't make it up. It's on a mug. That's great. Well, good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Are you waiting for it? Yeah. You know I am. <laughs> <laughs>